Okay, so I think I've I think I've got it recorded. Wait, I gotta get my notebook. And, nope. Oh. What? I, I gotta get a drink to it. Hold just a second. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. So I think it's going. All right. Um, Wait, do you need anything? Yeah, I probably have to go to the bathroom, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you know, I'm old. Is it recording? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, wait, what is this? Oh, this is the... Truly Unlimited Podcast. Here we go. All right. Hello, everyone. We're back again on the Truly Unlimited Podcast. I'm Don Bruce, and I'm here with... I'm Jeff Plunkett. And we are glad you've joined with us once again. Um for either entertainment or um, hopefully some kind of content that lasts beyond our little bit of babbling. But, um, <laughs> Way to set the bar low. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, so if they listen to our last one. Yes. <laughs> if, you listen to, <laughs> if you didn't listen to our last one, the first nine minutes are just mostly goofiness with a little bit of content and then it really gets really really um compelling after that but with moments of goofiness yes yes <laughs> little little touches of leftover goofiness that that we that were still in the bottom of the goofy jar i don't know what that means <laughs> anyway so today's podcast there's is. a reason why on our picture on on the this podcast picture it has us laughing. That's we did that on purpose, and uh, we're just trying to live up to our our billing. Okay. There you anyway, go. Yes. So today's podcast is a. Can I interrupt one more time? I, no. I don't. Stop. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I promise. <laughs> I'm, af- I'm afraid to even say anything. I have broken the trust barrier. <laughs> she does not trust me. <laughs> the title of today's podcast is A Diligent Sabbath Rest. And we're going back into our study of Hebrews. And we're looking at Hebrews chapter 4, verses 1 through 13. That's verses 4, 1 through 13. Yes. And we'll be reading out of the NIV. Are you ready for me to read, Jeff? I am shutting my pie hole right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. Matter of fact, I should put a pie in my mouth, and that would really help. That'd sound really good on here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Verse (laughs) 1. We're turning Jeff's mic off. Oh, no. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Verse 1. Therefore, since the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us be careful that none of you be found to have fallen short of it. For we also have had the good news proclaimed to us, just as they did. But the message they heard was of no value to them, because they did not share the faith of those who obeyed. Now we who have believed enter that rest, just as God has said, So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. And yet his works have been finished since the creation of the world. For somewhere he has spoken about the seventh day in these words. On the seventh day, God rested from all his works. And again, in the passage above, he says, they shall never enter my rest. Therefore, since it still remains for some to enter that rest, 
And since those who formerly had the good news proclaimed to them did not go in because of their disobedience, God again set a certain day, calling it today. This he did when a long time later he spoke through David, as in the passage already quoted, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken later about another day. There remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Mm, thank you. Thank you. And, you know, and as we were preparing for this, it was a, you know, we, we've said this a few times, it was a little bit grueling, uh, it was a little bit of a challenge, but it was very exciting. I, I, I will tell you, you missed it. You, you missed out. Sorry, you guys always miss out on, on our preparation because <laughs> I got really excited. One, I got a little bit confused at the beginning, and then I started walking around the room, and I was a little <laughs> bit distressed, and then some things began to click, and I got really excited, and so I'm excited about this. Don, you experienced some some. Yeah, a little bit of just trying to figure it out and, and really understand what it means because, you know, it is in the New Testament. It is talking to the Hebrews and getting the um, the meaning together of, of what it meant to them and what it means now and what the writer was trying to say to the Hebrew people at that time and to us even now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, you know, and, and it sounds sort of like I wrote it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not sure where that's going. But. Yes, you and everybody else is confused. <laughs> and, and, and what I mean by that is, is it, it's a, it is confusing. Um, I think it takes a very, a, a rather simplistic, um, pointed, and poignant meaning and kind of makes it complicated and the reason for that the reason why it's complicated and you know is because I, the 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 author which which is probably Paul um, the author is is really trying to unteach some things he's he's okay. addressing some some false perspe- perspectives some right. some off trackness is that a word it's it's in our dictionary. Yes, <laughs> last episode we created a, a word. I don't remember what it was. It's in our. It's in the. It's in the Alethes dictionary. Available now. <laughs> um, not really available now, and and we don't have a dictionary. But, but you know. So. But we have talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, go ahead. Have, <laughs> have we indeed? Um, I don't recall that, and along with other things. Um, but you know, it it, it does. It, you know, there's there's some there's some wrongness. There's some some you know being off trackness. I think it was the word off trackness. So um, coined that. 
Um, but we're, we get off track. We get off, it, it, you know, in, and I have conversations. I have a good friend who does some work in, uh, um, in the Middle East. And what's fascinating is, and I may have mentioned this before. I talk about this every once in a while. But what's fascinating in our conversations is that they don't have the challenge of unlearning some, some false teaching. Some, some getting off track, some off trackness. They don't have to have to do that. It's, you know, when, if, when you begin to explore the Bible, God's word, you're, you're, it's clearly pitting that up against something that is completely different. Where here in, in a Western society, we have a whole lot of well, that's here's a little bit of truth, and then I'm going to sprinkle in a whole bunch of stuff that I want it to be. Right. Here's a little bit of truth, and I'm going to sprinkle this in. And so, it's we're in a Western society with a whole lot of scripture, a whole lot of Bible talk, a whole lot of Bible teachers, and it's in in the, the Bible is legal. We have a whole lot of junk, frankly, um, where it's just we've just turned it into whatever we want it to be and so there's all kinds of versions of based on a little bit of truth and a whole lot of hogwash right um if you don't mind me saying again i think i I probably offend some people every episode and that's okay because i'm right (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i'm not right in everything but i am right in this um so there's a whole lot of things that i am way off on um, but not here. I don't want to be, if I'm going to be off, I'm, I'm okay, but I don't want to be off in Scripture. And, and here's, here's, here's one way that we stay on point, and we talk about this a lot, is God is about permanence and joining with us. If, if you read something in Scripture that's not about permanence and, and joining with us, um, us, and frankly, actually, us joining with Him, then... You're misreading it. You're misunderstanding it. If it's about sustaining your your viewpoint, your ideas, what you know, what you want to retain in the world, you've got it off. You've got it off track. You're off track. Um, so anyway, so what they here's here's the the point, and I, I kind of got a little off track on on my, on my talking about off trackness, um, but here's here's. We want to make this really simple. Here's my point. Here's what's really simple. Is God is about permanence and you joining with his permanence. And there is a day. And it's an everyday. Joining with him is an everyday. But what he's saying is there is a day. There is a day where we set aside turmoil, we set aside strife, we set aside conflict, we set aside striving, we set aside those things, and we fully and diligently embrace the permanence of joining in the heavenly blessedness of dwelling with God. That's it. That's the Sabbath. Um, they, but they had gotten off track. And he's, remember, in Hebrews, he's speaking to people from a Jewish background. He's speaking to people, the Hebrews. He's speaking up to them. 
and they had rules, they had regulations, they had, you know, and they had turned it into, here's the Sabbath day, we have certain rules, we, we, it starts at a certain time, we do certain things, and, and, and that's fine. That's, there's nothing wrong with ritual. There's nothing wrong with those things at all. Those are great things as long as they have meaning. When they no longer have meaning, they're horrible things. And, and, and as long as they are, the meaning isn't just that I check off a list that I've done this ritual, but that it has a heart permanent for lasting meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, in verse, um, and this is in, in, in mine in verse 2, it says, um, you know, but, but the message they heard was of no value to them because those who heard it did not combine it with faith. Mm. So, you know, you can go through the legalistic procedures. You can go through this, this step, this step, this step, this step, and it has no value. It means nothing. And that's what you were saying is that the Hebrews had the process for their Sabbath day of going through all of these different processes, just like we today Mm -hmm. get up and go to church and spend a certain amount of time and maybe go eat. And, you know, we have rituals, rituals, yes, and it depends on how we... It depends on more the meaning of our day rather than just what we do. Right, right. The meaning means everything. The rituals don't mean anything if they don't mean the the meaning of everything. Right. I mean, it, you know, I know that's a very confusing thing. You have to <laughs> rewind it, play it very slow. The meaning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, if it doesn't, it, it's all about the meaning. It's not about the process. The process must lead to the meaning. It must lead to the purpose or it has no meaning whatsoever. It, there's, it has no value. That's the point. That's what he's saying there. It, look, it doesn't have value if it doesn't have purpose. Mm-hmm. Your rituals mean nothing if it doesn't have purpose. And do you know what the purpose is? And this is where I got excited. I got really excited. Because, you know, having, you know, I'm 53 years old. I've been in church since the first week of, of my life. I was less than a week old the first time I was in church. And, and I wasn't in church my entire life. There were times I was out. But, um, but it was just, a you know, and, and I liked it. I enjoyed. I mean, you know, maybe you're like me. You really enjoy spending time with with. God's people, and we we always sing some cool songs sometimes, and sometimes we don't. And then sometimes, you know, there's a good message, and often there's not. (laughs) You know, it's just a, well, you know, I I did my time. I'm done with that. No, I mean, let's, okay, we're honest here, honest here. And, you know, even whenever I was speaking, especially, maybe especially when I was speaking, be like, ah, well, that was, you know, hey, you're done. <laughs> you know, right. at least, at least you're, at least you got up there and you're done. Great, you know, I, I thank God for that. Um, but here's the here's the point. You know, if you know, we have we have these rituals, and and frankly, from a 
from a Protestant, from, from my experience, they're not even really good rituals. Right. You know, they're, they're, not, even, they're not even very compelling rituals. They have, they have very little meaning. Let's be honest. Can, is it okay? <laughs> can, we, can we be honest here? Yeah, since this is truly. Yeah, yeah. That's in our, and alethus means truth. So yeah, truth, sure. truth we, from its source. We should have that, yes. Yes. Genuine <laughs> from honest. its source is what alethus means, by the way. Genuine right. from, so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be honest if, if nothing else, and it will hurt many times. Right. Here's the thing. Most, in most of our churches in a Western society, what we do doesn't mean very much. It may be familiar, but that doesn't mean it means anything. They had familiar. In verse 2, he's talking about they had familiar, but it didn't have any value. Well, and, and honestly, most of us could look back on time and I could say, oh, yeah, I went to church, you know, all these years. But we could pass by years and maybe not pull out certain points in time in those years that, wow, this really affected me. Or I remember how this process, you know, how this really worked inside me. It's just like when you drive down the highway and don't even realize how you don't even remember getting there Mm. because you've Mm. driven without any thought and that's how a lot of times we go through our time at church yeah yeah before we we came on the air we were we were talking about just some other experiences of being in in completely different types of of worship um, I remember we, we um, I was part of a, a church for a while, and, and one of the things we did, even though we were a Protestant church, we went to a Byzantine um, monastery, and we spent m- multiple days there, and we got to go to um, their their mass, and it was done in Latin. I had no idea what they were saying, <laughs> um, but but. You know, we went to their mass, we went to Sakes, we went to, I mean, and it was what was, even though we didn't understand what they were saying, and it was completely different than anything we'd ever experienced before, it was so beautiful, and it all, I mean, yes, and it was very ritualistic, and the rituals meant something, and that's the thing, is it had meaning, it had purpose. Right. Now, could they get into just this process of we're going through the, the motions, these are, this is what we do, and this is what we do at this particular time, and it means nothing? Absolutely. We can always do that with whatever you're doing in your church, whatever we're doing in our church, whatever. whatever it's quite possible that even with, with significant, compelling, vibrant ritual, you can get just where you're just going through the legal motion, and it means nothing. If it doesn't invite you, if it doesn't invite you to join with the permanent glory of God, then it probably means nothing. It has no right. value. Right. Even though it's familiar. It's just familiar. So, um, it, you know, it, it, I don't know. Do, I don't know how deep we want to go into to all, of, all of this, but... Um, I think overall, if you just, 
explain even some of what you were explaining to me of the meaning behind the whole passage. Yeah, well, and, and that's, that's really a, it. I mean, we've probably already done that. Um, you know, it, like the word today, for instance, you know, it says it, today. Um, it, it, is, it, it, it is a time for embracing the gracious offering of, of this joining. You know, and yes, salvation is part of that. Yes, abiding is part of that. Prayer is part of that. Worship is part of that. All of the disciplines are a part of that. But it is, it's, it, in a sense, it is taking a day. Now, all seven days, all seven days of the week we abide. All seven days we 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 join with the glory of God. We get back on track. We get back on track. But for six days out of the week, for six days out of the week, your 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 life, you know, is 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 also clouded with turmoil and working, and strife, and struggle, and suffering. For six right. days of the week, it may may be that. But what it, what this is saying is not in a legalistic way not in a just in an obedience way although obe- obedience is part of it obedience is, is clearly right. part of it. it it's even in there somewhere i don't right. see it right yeah. off it the mentions it a couple times yes. a few times right um it's not just a, a legalistic obedience but it is a it is a longing embracing of the resting in the presence of God mm-hmm. today, today, in the now, what that word means in the now, it's a time for embracing it now, not eventually, but now. And not a rest as I, I've seen some things refer to it as just a rest in heaven. Mm, yeah, and it's definitely not that. It, it, it's... It, in really, it's it's equated to a couple of things. So you know, in the in the Lord's Prayer, it says, "Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven." So right. that Sabbath day rest is here. The kingdom come now right. as it is in heaven. Right. It is that day where we fully embrace. And when I say fully embrace, I mean we eagerly, eagerly, fully embrace it, not. We oh, we grumble into it. We go, oh, well, it's Sunday and i got to go to church. Let's get this over with. Yeah, and going <laughs> to church doesn't mean that you have fully embraced right. the Sabbath. Spending time with people that you – or most people that you like, <laughs> um, not all, but you know, spending t- time with people that you like is not fully embracing it. Right. You know, hey, I really like going because they sing the songs I like or – I really like the pastor, and, and I like what the pastor says. Or I really like, you know, spending time with my friends. Or I really like blah blah blah. I really like. Who cares what you like? <laughs> that's not. That's not the point. If it's what right. you. If it's just because you like it, that's not fully embracing it. Right. Because you should be able to embrace it, whether you like any of it or not. Yeah. Because it's not about what they do. Exactly. It's about what's the purpose. What's the purpose? And the purpose is, 
and I, 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 I've probably not made this really clear yet, because because you know it, what's interesting in here is in this passage, you know he he goes through and he talks about he talks about God creating in six days and resting, and and did he rest because he was tired? Well, that's that's ridiculous. That's silly. You know he wasn't tired. How does how could God possibly get tired? It was it was about embracing the joining of what he had brought together because in in the old testament in in genesis before creation it was tohu vabohu it was formless and void there was no form it was just you know Mm -hmm. whatever whatever i don't even know what that means exactly it was just formless there was no structure there were no edges to it and it had nothing in it so it had no edges and it had nothing in it. It was formless and void. Tohu v'bohum. And then he gave it form, and then he filled it. Form, and he filled it. Um, so now, and then now it's in this this interrelational perichoresis. It's it's a reflection. It's a shadow of the the very nature, the triune nature of God, in in perichoresis dance. And so now he's he's embracing that union of what he has created. That's the rest. It's it's I'm embracing that now. Right. It's God diligently embracing the union of what he has created. And so he invites us to do the same. He invites us to and, and does that mean that God only embraces it on one day out of the week? No. He embraces it all the time, but it's a fully embraced because you can't see it because in our existence now it's also equated to 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 a very familiar passage where it says for now don we see through a glass darkly but then we shall see face to face and so what what he's saying here is one day out of the week one day out of the week Yes, every day of the week you're abiding with him. Yes, every day you are embracing him. Yes, every day you are joined with him. But one day out of the week, set aside the turmoil, set aside the work, set aside the labor, set aside the suffering, set aside the the struggle, and just embrace him in his kingdom come on earth now, today, as it is in heaven. Right. And that right. makes it so much more beautiful than I got to go to church. Well, and and if you look at and I know we've heard verse 12 over and over and over where it talks about the word of God is alive and active, mm. sharper than any double-edged sword. But if you look at 12 and 13 based on the rest of this and it and it mentions a few places where it talks about disobedience and I think what 12 and 13 is basically saying is, listen, you can't fool God. <laughs> you can't put on the show yeah. and make it look like you've got it all together because when it comes down to it, he knows. It says nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. And so... He, he knows if it's just a ritual, no matter how good we make it look to everybody else. 
He's the one who knows, and he's the one that we should care that he knows. Right. Yeah. And this goes back to what you know what we were talking about last episode, even when we were referencing our, our graphic that's available on our website, um, where we were talking about who is God. Ask the question, who is God? So now, now if you're if you're faking it, if you're pretending, you know, I go and I just I'm just doing my time. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to church. I'm showing up, punching the card. Hey, I was here saying the right things. Yes, I was I was here and and I stopped cussing before I walked in the door. Or <laughs> you know, I, I right. you know I, I'm not gonna start drinking the beer until after I get back home or whatever you know, <laughs> whatever it is that you're gonna do. Um, so. I don't, I don't know where I went with all that. But anyway, <laughs> but instead of, of it being a pretending, because if it's pretending, who you're pretending for? Well, you're certainly, that's the point. You're certainly not pretending for God because he, he is aware. He is fully and completely aware. So, so it makes no sense. It's silly to think that it has something to do with just going through the motions of pretending for your fellow people because your fellow people right. are, are ignorant. I'm ignorant. You're ignorant. We're all ignorant. We, we're incapable of understanding fully and seeing beyond what's in front of our face. Well, the problem is, is we fool ourselves. Yeah. Or we try to, we fantasize about fooling ourselves. Right. Yes. Well, we make ourselves think that, oh, well, I've done all of these things. And so I have, I have done my part. I have participated when if it's just checking things off a list and it's not part of the relationship, Mm -hmm. then it's not what he's invited you to do. Yes, yes. And and in verse 11, it says, let us therefore make every effort. And that word make every effort is the Greek word spudazo. I just like saying it because it sounds like I should order a pizza next. Spudazzo. Hey, what's that? could I have an order of spudazzo? Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Spudazzo is, is am eager, zealous. And, and here's what's interesting. And it's, it, it's in reference to resting, but it's be speedy by showing full diligence. So you are being speedy and fully di- diligent toward rest toward resting in him, toward, toward fully and, and, and diligently embracing the relationship, the joining with the permanence of the unlimited God. That's the point of the entire passage. That's the point. Is, and so if it's just some legalistic thing, is that diligence? No, that's like begrudgingly showing up. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just going through the motions. Right, 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 right. You know, so you might as well just be a robot. I praise the Lord. I am here. <laughs> Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. <laughs> you know, it, it, that's not spudazzo. That's not spudazzo. That's not diligence. That's not making every effort to embrace the resting. Right. And because, especially if we've grown up in church, then it's just a habit. Mm -hmm. It's just a habit. But if you go through and, you know, maybe you need to spend time with your husband or your wife or with your children, and but you're busy. 
you know, or things are happening. Those are one of those things that for them, you have to diligently set aside a time because everything else gets in the way and you have to make an extreme effort to spend that time with your spouse or your children. And in the same way, that's where God's saying, okay, it's not just a habit, you know, as far in the, in the form of like ritual of you're just doing it. But it's something that regardless of how busy you are, regardless of what things um, you want to do or need to do or any of that, you diligently make time for that relationship with me. Doesn't mean you don't have that relationship the rest of the time. It just means he wants a date. <laughs> he wants. Mm, he it. wants a date. I love with it. You. I love it. Oh, I love that. I, when you first said it, I was like, "Oh, what? <laughs> Did I miss?" Oh, he makes no, faces at me like that all the time. Yes, and, and maybe <laughs> I think I was probably doing more thinking than listening and then when you said he wants a date I was like what did she just say oh yeah I love it I love that you said that because that is that is absolutely brilliant and what does that mean so think about that from from a, a date perspective so you know your your husband's I mean, this is probably exactly what you said again I was doing some thinking <laughs> um confession time I'm being honest um, I was I was sort of kind of listening and and sort of thinking but yeah, I mean, so what does that date night mean? You know, for Millie and I, when we have a date night, what we're saying is we're setting aside the kids, we're setting aside work, we need to set aside our phones. We often don't, but we need to set aside <laughs> our phones because our phones are attached to the kids and are attached right. to, to work and attached to, you know, obligations and attached to bills and blah, blah, blah. We need to set aside that turmoil. Oh. This is really, really good. I am so glad you said that because, because again, the marriage relationship is a reflection of, it's, a, it's an imperfect, it's an imperfect shadow of a relationship with God. So, so this is exactly right. And so, you know, even, even when you, if you can set, no, it's not a matter of you can or not, do it. Do it. Set aside a weekly date night or a date time um, even if it's not an entire day, which would be ideal if it was a day, which that's not realistic, but, you know, if you could. But, but it's, it's a microcosmic reflection or shadow of setting aside an entire day to, to, to em- fully and diligently embrace the relationship that you have together. So if it's a date night, you're fully embracing diligently embracing the relationship that you have together which is a microcosmic imperfect shadow of the relationship that we have mm-hmm. with God the, the joining with him so this day and in, in this in this passage doesn't necessarily reference what day of the week it is and we won't we won't we're not getting into that right. conversation and that's you know some people will go well that's where I really want to spend my time debating knock yourself out because what we're concerned about is this what the meaning is the day whatever the meaning what's the meaning if it's on a tuesday i don't even really care all that much um Mm -hmm. 
Sure, and we can get into that. We won't, okay? But. And, and that's the thing is he's saying, I don't just want you to know me in passing. Mm, mm-hmm, right, good. I want, to, I want you to sit down with me and talk with me and learn from me. Yes. And, and we can't do that as we're running to the next thing. Right. Because it's about, about, it's about faith. And, and we talked about that before we, we got on here. But, you know, you know it, because they were doing the rituals, they were doing the things, they were doing the, the process. Okay, it's time to do this. Okay, it's time to do this. But they were doing it without faith. And faith is, faith is synonymous with unconditional love, agape love. I extend to you unconditional love. I extend to you unconditional faith. I believe. And, but remember that both faith and love are sourced in God. You can't create faith. Don, you can't create faith. Right. Romans tells us that faith comes from God, not of yourselves. Right. But it comes from God. So it's something sourced in him. But it, it, so Again, this entire thing, how is it sourced in him? Is it he sends it in a package in the mail? No. It's by abiding. It's by remaining in him. It's about joining with him. And so this day, even, is not about some legalistic, this is what I can do for you, God. So let me tell you what I can do. I can carve out a little time for you, bro. All right. So I'm going to carve out some time and show you how how faithful I am by I'm going to spend I'm going to spend an hour maybe even an hour and a half and I might even come back sometime this afternoon and and give you a little bit more time if my church does that it it, it doesn't even matter it's not even about whether you get gathering is essential gathering is essential I, I think I talked about that on a previous podcast but it's not about that Right. That's, it goes beyond that. It's much, much more big. That's horrible English. <laughs> um, it's much more bigger, burger, burger. It's, it's, it's much bigger than that, and it's much more diligent right. than that. Right. Spudazzo. Right. Yes. Okay. What else do we need to add to that? Anything? I don't think. All right. That's, sounds good. Hey, we're getting better at this because it's only 38 minutes. Yeah, it depends on what we're talking about. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Spadazzo. Say it. Spadazzo. Oh, look there at you. Go. You went even Italian. <laughs> Speaking of Italian. Okay, no, I don't know what that means. But it, <laughs> Hopefully um, it's not bad if it is. It's, it's we're not, sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's not. It's words to a song that I know, but I don't know what it means. So. It, it's cold here right now, so I'm probably going to go have some Spadazzo soup. <laughs> Nice, nice hot bowl of spadazzo soup. <laughs> Diligence. <laughs> All right, another great conversation. We enjoyed it. I don't know how you felt about it, but look, I understand that. You know, for me, I'm going to tell you, I was I was rather taken back. I know I'm extending this just a little bit. I was I was taken back. How how vibrant. I began to think about this day, not not today because we're recording this on a Friday, but <laughs> but but um, 
this day, the Sabbath rest, whatever day of the week that is, um, it's not part of this discussion, whatever, but how vibrant that day became as we unpacked this and what it means. I just got really excited and it, yeah, I just, right. Um, right. I was, I was shocked. I did not <laughs> expect that. So anyway. Right. All right. Thanks, Don. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. To learn more about the Truly Unlimited podcast, Alethe's resources, No One Dismissed, a comprehensive ministry plan for addressing intense emotional pain, or our other resources, go to alethesresources.com. And Alethes is spelled A-L-E-T-H-E-S. Alethesresources.com. Or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.